Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi guys, welcome to episode 267 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. Thanks for listening. It means a lot to get to hang out with you guys twice a week. It's really just 10 minutes to get our heads in the right space and hopefully it influences your life in a good way. I know it does for me. So in episode 266, I talked about us all having a puppeteer in our head that sort of pulls the strings and how we really need to realize that we actually control him. And he's programmed by what we've taken in our whole lives. Some of the things he tries to keep us safe from are beliefs that we've held since we were kids, really. Maybe a parent told you that you would never amount to anything and you've never forgotten it. Now, for some of you, that would be a challenge to become great. But for others, maybe you believe it. And so it became a prophecy. It became true because you keep playing it like a record player over and over and over. Do you have any any statement that someone said to you like that? Like, I'll never amount to anything. But that thought will have you sabotaging success at every turn because your brain wants to make you right. The actions we take every single day are because of how we feel. And how we feel, that comes from how we're thinking. That's why it's so hard to take consistent action when we have a thought that's conflicting to the action we're taking. I mean, you can change your activity, but until you change your identity, the activity will be temporary. So you can say, I hate the gym, and still make yourself go to the gym, but eventually you're going to find a reason to stop because you keep telling yourself, man, I hate the gym. And you can't lie to yourself. We, always, we can always know when we're lying to ourselves, right? You can't say, well, I love the gym, when you really don't. But you can soften it by saying, I love the way I feel after I work out. And if you keep telling yourself that, now you're challenging your identity of hating the gym. See how that works? I use this a lot. Now, I don't know if you've seen The Holiday. It's a movie that I love. I watch it every year around Christmas. But the main actress is a movie trailer writer. And so, of course, her thoughts show up as a movie trailer about how her life will play out. But she eventually bucks those thoughts in that movie. And because she does, she starts actually living the life of her dreams. I mean, we're all walking around with thoughts in our head all day long. 60,000 per day average. And 80% of those are negative. You don't really realize it. And that's, it's, it's actually sobering to think that way. And if your initial thought is no way, no, that's not me. I do not have that many thoughts and they are not that negative. <laughs> then yours are more subconscious than you realize. Or you're a freak of nature. I'm not here to tell you your life. (laughs) But I just want to show you how your mind is creating the life you currently have. And if you're not happy with that life, you have to go a little, little deeper than simply trying to motivate your way into a different life. And look, I love a motivational speech. I think you guys know that. I love hearing them. I love reading them. I love giving them. I love them. I was talking to a friend this last week, and he said he kind of hates motivational speeches. And I laughed, and I said, that's funny. I don't think I've ever heard one I didn't just absolutely love. But motivational speeches will only take you as far as your mind allows. I mean, they can get you into temporary action, no doubt. 
But when life happens, your thoughts will pull you right back into that cave, which is why it's so important to be aware of them and also to be aware of how you identify, what your identity is, how you think of yourself, what success looks like for you and how hard you're willing to work for what you want. And then the last thing is how uncomfortable you're willing to be to realize your dreams. That's a big one. We have to step out of our comfort zone and a lot of us don't want to do that. During my Toastmasters this last week, there's another girl in our group who is also a speaker, and man, she's just she's just great. I asked her during our last meeting what she did when she wasn't feeling motivated, like how she got herself going. And she said the first thing she does is try to get a quick win, which I, I think is brilliant. You know, definitely getting a quick win gives you a little air under your, under your wings, so to speak. But then she said something that woke me up. She said pre-COVID, she would reach out to 20 people per day about speaking engagements. She was rocking the world, but just like that, COVID brought it all to a halt. She said, now I'm getting back into it, but I'm just kind of reaching out to five people a day. You guys, <laughs> she's not sitting around waiting for someone to knock on her door. She's going after it and hard. That's a lot of no's when you reach out. That's a lot of rejection. That's scary. That woke me up because I realized I want speaking engagements and I've never considered going after 20 people a day to get them. So now that idea is marinating and I'm like, wow, that terrifies me. So what, what do I need to believe to put myself out there like that? Well, I need to believe that I'm good enough. I need to believe that I add enough value to do what I love. I need to believe that my, my message is powerful and anyone would benefit from hearing it. I mean, I take little safe steps out of my cave all the time. My first paid speaking engagement was so stressful for me, though. You know what my puppeteer, that little voice in my head, told me after that first speaking gig? He said, it's not worth it. It's too scary. You don't need to do that. You have your podcast. You have your Instagram reels. That's good enough. Stop there. But you see, it isn't. That's playing small just because I'm afraid, afraid to fail big afraid to tarnish the carefully curated image that I've created for myself. And it's okay to be afraid. I mean, if you're not doing something that scares you, you're probably not growing. So when you're working on a big life, you're going to be afraid. It's what you do when you're afraid that matters. Do you go back into your cave or do you face it? The best speakers in the world still get nervous, but they do it anyway. Your fears don't go away. You just have to face them. You learn to dance with them, so to speak. I mean, we think something's wrong if we're afraid. But no, I think something's wrong if you're not afraid because that means you're taking easy street. Tony Robbins says the big problem most people have is that they think they should have no problems. You're going to have problems. You just get better at dealing with them. Kind of like my situation with my sister. I talk about it a lot on this podcast where she shunned me because I'm not part of her religion. But that isn't going away. That's part of my life. That's a problem that's part of my life. I can't erase it from my mind. But I've learned how to be happy even though it is a part of my life that I don't like. I'm not giving it the power to make me unhappy any longer. So we're going to have problems we just have to learn to live alongside of them and still find a way to be happy. 
because feeling alive and playing full out that's intoxicating. I can say that because I felt it. I felt that when I gave my first public motivational speech. And then I just kind of went back into my cave. <laughs> and from the safety of my cave, I wondered, okay, when's the next person going to knock on my door and want me to speak to their group? Because if they seek me out, I must be good enough in order for them to ask. But if I put myself out there, I risk rejection. I risk feeling very uncomfortable. But now I know I have to do more than what I'm doing. The question for myself is how uncomfortable am I willing to be to realize my dreams? That's a question for all of us, right? How uncomfortable are we willing to be to realize our dreams? I mean, our comfort zone is not where it's at. And if you're a driven, ambition pers ambitious person like I am, and I think you are because you're listening to this podcast and you don't just turn me off every time I speak, you're constantly having to get out of your comfort zone because eventually doing what scares you a few times, well, it doesn't scare you anymore. You need more to scare you. I was scared shitless the first time I did the Go Ape out at Shelby Farms. I don't know if you guys have a, a, a um, treetop adventure in your town or maybe you live here in Memphis, but it's one of those treetop adventures where you're harnessed in, but you're basically walking tight ropes at the top of tree lines and then you zip line to the next one across a lake. I, I've done it six times now and I'm not scared of it at all, but at first I was scared silly. Now I'm just trying to see if I can beat my own time. That thing you're scared of doing, do it a couple times. You'll be scared at first, and then you won't be anymore. So what are you holding yourself back from doing? For me, I know what I need to do, and I'm scared to do it. But just like motivational speeches, I also like a challenge. I like to challenge myself. Most of the time, that's, that's how I grow. And hearing someone say the way they get speaking engagements is by going out and asking for them, asking 20 people a day, I haven't been doing that. What are you not doing? What is it that you need to be doing to realize your dream? What's so uncomfortable for you? Maybe you know what it is. Maybe you don't. But put yourself in the room with people doing big things and you'll start doing them too. You have a belief about yourself. We all do. Challenge that belief if it's holding you back. Remember episode um, 172, I'm a person who can poop anywhere. <laughs> you, if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. But my friend who used to have a painful problem when she traveled because she could only go to the bathroom in her own house, well, she shifted her identity to I'm a person who can poop anywhere. She recently updated me and she told me she was able to go in a bathroom at the gym where there were lots of people around. <laughs> I laughed and I said, Okay, maybe we need to throttle that back a little bit. <laughs> I was joking, of course. But when you make an identity shift, anything's possible if you want it to be. What possibility do you want to make a reality? Success isn't going to knock on your door. I've learned that too. And it's not going to be handed to you on a silver platter. It doesn't work that way. Knock, though, and the door will be open. Seek, and ye shall find. Ask and it will be given. These are age-old truths that I think we've forgotten in our culture of comfort. We have such a culture of comfort, we think everything should be easy. But really, the hard stuff sometimes is where the best stuff is.
I challenge you to step out of your comfort zone this week and do something uncomfortable towards realizing your dream, whatever it is. Maybe it's just simply stepping on that scale. That can be very scary. (laughs) Maybe you need to say you're sorry. Maybe you need to ask a mentor to lunch, whatever it is you've been holding yourself back from. Step out of your comfort zone towards it. It gets easier, I promise. You're meant to hear this message today, and so is someone else. So share it with one other person who needs to hear it. I love you guys. I'll talk to you in a few days. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.